North Omaha History Podcast made possible by our patrons Jay Hanna, Wanda Lewis, Ian Schneider, Lori Schwartz, Christine Gerber, Jody Lavallo, Jim Collison, and Great Plains Black History Museum, open Thursday through Saturday, 1 to 5 at 2221 North 24th Street. Please go to patreon.com slash Omaha and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. We'll give you a free gift. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. The waters of the Missouri River roared wild and free over its valley for thousands of years before Omaha was settled. Even after pioneers gathered on Capitol Hill for a picnic uh, to found Omaha City in 1854, the Missouri still whipped around flooding the area, shifting its channel and moving willy-nilly. During this time, a little nest of water in East Omaha was created. When the European settlers saw it, they called it Florence Lake. Adam, tell us about its uh, appearance and disappearance. Imagine an entire lake being lost in history, Steve. That's it, just incredible to me. But that's the story of Florence Lake. It was located right along Hartman in East Omaha by the airport, just north of Carter Lake and south of the Missouri River. And basically, it was a little L-shaped lake, about 10 acres, that came and then it went. So imagine uh, that, that happening and then people forgetting about it. From 1920 all the way to today, so very few people actually know that Florence Lake ever existed. I started writing about it and researching it about five years ago. And since then, I've found so much evidence that it's irrefutable that it existed. And it's a pretty exciting place. So down there by the river, we can call that the Missouri River Bottoms. Uh, there, it was, it's also in the Missouri River Valley. It's the big flat place that the, that the river used to whip around in. And every time that the river moved, it left behind beautiful silt for planting. But it also left these little lakes along the edges. And it still does this occasionally. The Florence Lake was one of these lakes along the edges. Different from the Oxbow Lake that became known as Carter Lake and is still known as that today, the Florence Lake was just a drop-off of water that was left from one of these floods that whipped around. The lake might have first been seen by white people in 1804 when Lewis and Clark came through on their expedition. Heck, it might have even been seen before that by the French trappers and uh, the different Europeans who had come through before Lewis and Clark. Uh, the tribes might have used that area to hunt and gather um, their own food. And, you know, it's hard to say exactly what it was before white men came along. What we do know is that when by the time that Manuel Lisa set up his fort in the, by the Ponca Hills in 1811, and by the time that Cabinet set up his post along the Missouri River in the 1820s, Florence Lake started popping up on the maps. It started showing up in the early accounts of what it looked like. Early Mormon scouts who were coming west from towards Utah, they found a couple of different places where they thought that the, the group taking their exodus from Illinois could settle. One of those places might have been the Narrows, which was the area, the Narrows on the Missouri River, which was just east of the lake. That would have taken them directly to the lake. So who knows? That might have been in their sights. What I do know. Uh, as early as the 1820s, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers examined the lake. Uh, the lake covered at least 20 acres originally. 
and was cited for all kinds of great ideas. Everybody had something that they wanted to do with the lake. One of the ways that people saw its value was as a flow through to make sure that Carter Lake, which was much bigger, uh, maintained its flow. There was actually a little creek that went between Florence Lake and Carter Lake that was called Hardwood Creek. And it ran between present day, present day North 14th Street and North 15th Street. So a person could go down and see exactly where that flow was or look on a map. Uh, in 1877, a guy named John Poppenberger, he named it Florence Lake. By then, the city of Florence was already rolling to the north. Uh, the city of Omaha was down to the south. But in 1877, about a decade after Poppenberger showed up, uh, Cutoff Lake was formed uh, by a big flood. And, of course, that was renamed Carter Lake about 25 years after that. So in 1875, the Omaha Beast launches this uh, promotion for their newspaper. It was a gimmick. The guy who ran the the newspaper, his name was Ed Rosewater, and he was a gimmicky guy. But he had the city of Omaha's first ever hot air balloon to take a ride in. And he people came flocking downtown to see what it would look like and where it would go. And lo and behold, it flew to the north, and it flew over uh, the area that became Cutoff Lake, and it landed by Florence Lake. Now, the balloon didn't inflate right, and there were some problems, but the point is, this great new flight happened, and people were so excited that they ended up going out to the lake to see it, and that's when interest began to really pop up. In the 1880s, a hotel was built right beside the lake. The man's name was Sessiman, Gustav Sessiman, and when he built his hotel, he advertised it as a resort, and the resort had a piano. It had drinking. It had rooms. It was the perfect place. It's kind of seen as being a little bit outside of town, a little bit shady at first. But by 1887, plans started being made for around the lake. People were carving up the area around it into city blocks, and they began to sell lots. The real estate agents began to sell lots uh, that they advertised were going to be covered with hotels and cottages to be used for pleasure resorts and homes. Now, they, they hyped up the hotel. They said that there was a bathing house and a bathhouse and uh, all kinds of glorious stuff was coming around. Um, they also advertised that it was occupiable via the Iowa railroads that were coming across the Missouri into East Omaha at that point. Uh, so lots of people had lots of visions that began to sprout, that began to come up. Around the 1890s, Sessamon's Park was established at Florence Lake. Now, they claim to have new billiard hall, a new bowling hall, and a new dance hall. Three different halls right there as the first-class resort. And they also claim to be the very first first-class resort in Omaha. This is before uh, Cortland Beach got its start, and Sessamon was on the ball. Refreshments were always on hand. Transportations could be had uh, from the fairgrounds to the lake and back for only 10 cents. Well, that transportation, of course, was done on a little train in the fairgrounds uh, that he's talking about were the Omaha Driving Park or the Douglas County Fairgrounds, same, same, uh, located at 16th and Commercial. So basically, you got a ride up 16th, you got on the ride that took you out to Florence Lake, you stay there for a couple days, you head back into town. By 1892, the Omaha Bee said that there were two roadhouses built on the road to Florence Lake. But an interesting thing started to happen on in the 1880s, in the late 1880s. Uh, the Corps of Engineers reported that the lake was filling up. 
and then it was emptying out of water. It was filling up with dirt and it was emptying out of water. At that point, it covered only 10 acres and it was getting slower and slower all the time. But in 1897, a flood came over the Missouri River Bank to the north and poured into the Florence Lake. It overfilled, so the water went down Hardwood Creek and filled up Carter Lake. The floods lasted a week and the river went back into its banks after that, but Florence Lake was a little bit rejuvenated for a minute. Unfortunately, that didn't keep people from doing shady stuff out there. All the way back to 1880, there was a guy who uh, accidentally killed himself out by the lake, supposedly. He was a 17-year-old guy named Peoria Scott. Him and his friend went duck hunting in a rowboat down on Florence Lake. And unfortunately, his friend, a guy named Arthur Pertell, as, this, as the story went, Pertell jumped out of the boat to go catch a duck that he had just shot. And as he went out, he heard a shot from the boat. He went back and found his friend bleeding to death. Pertell raced back to Fort Omaha for help, but by the time that help arrived down to Florence Lake, Peoria Scott was dead. This went on. In 1887, a guy named Alonzo Dorsey uh, went missing from his home in the near north side, which we know is the south end of North Omaha. A year later, a skeleton was found with his jacket and his personal effects in the reeds down by the lake. The cause of the death wasn't ever found, but people suspected that uh, it was foul play. Alonzo was carrying a wad of cash, and he didn't make it out. A guy named William Thomas was nearly murdered there in 1891. Uh, he was an ice cutter on the lake. There were a couple of big uh, ice houses down on Carter Lake at that point, and one up on Florence Lake. And William Thomas was an ice cutter on Florence Lake. Well, he left his tools out one night, and when he got back, he saw that the pike poles... Uh, that were his that he used for his cutting were outside of another guy's house. So the guy got the local constable and they went down to the house to claim the tools, but he couldn't find them again. Well, suddenly the guy in the house comes running out and starts attacking Thomas with a pitchfork. The constable arrested him the next day for attempted murder. It's hard to find out what happened to him after that. But in 1891, there was a guy named Herman Glello who was found down at Florence Lake. Some detective work ended up finding out that uh, Glello left Sessiman's hotel late one evening, and the next day he was found floating in the lake. Nobody ever came forward, though, and the city coroner called the cause of death destitution. So, it was a sad place at some points, but unfortunately a sadder end came to the lake itself. It was by, eight, by 1898 that the, after the flooding and after all of these different things happened that the lake really started to empty out. Uh, the Corps of Engineers tried to help the lake survive. In, 19, in 1901, they built a restraining wall next to the lake to make sure that it didn't empty out of water. In 1912, they thought it was doing fine, but by 1916, it wasn't doing that great. Uh, you know, people kept using the lake all, the, all along. 1916, uh, mail carriers picnic had a baseball game between Uncle Sam's mail carriers and Tiggy's Colts. Uh, Tiggy was a meat plant down in uh, North Omaha. The former postmaster threw out the first pitch, and the new postmaster was a catcher, and everybody was happy and fun. Uh, Creighton played ball games down there, um, at one point competing with Nestle House that was uh, producing in Omaha at that point. You know, there was a country road that was called East Omaha Street that started in, around 9th and Ellison, and it went right to the shoreline of Florence Lake. There was serious consideration to pave it uh, for a while, but 
a sad thing kept happening because old Florence Lake was completely dried out by 1920. It had seen its day. Nobody could save the water. Ed Cornish, who was a parks commissioner, Cornish Boulevard's named after him. He said that forget the old Florence Lake. Let's cover the area with factories, farms, and houses. And uh, it'll pay a lot more than that old lake ever did. So they cleared it out. They covered it up. By the late 40s, 1940s, uh, the Corps of Engineers had bulldozed in gigantic, massive dikes along the Missouri River and covered up the majority of the Florence Lake itself. Uh, it cost 600000 bucks for them to do that. And the other thing that they did at the same time was channel the Minnelusa Creek to become overflow for the river. Uh, so there was nothing to feed the Florence Lake and nothing really happened. Today, well, the Florence Lake is really just a tiny swill pond that gathers leftover stormwater uh, right south of the Stortz Expressway and north of Hartman Avenue, uh, down off of North 9th Street, just to the east right there. There was some other shady stuff that ended up happening down there, and, well, maybe it deserved to become a foul-looking swill pond. But I think it's fascinating that an entire lake came and went from the history of Omaha. And, uh, well, that's the story of Florence Lake. Easy come, easy go. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.